Welcome to Judeo-Christian Clarion Podcast on America's Broken Covenant. Every covenant has a sign. The wedding ring is a sign of a covenant in a marriage. Years ago, a simple handshake was a sign of a gentleman's agreement. The rainbow was God's sign of his covenant with Noah and those who followed right up to this very day. God made a covenant with Abraham and circumcision was the sign. God made a covenant with the nation of Israel in the wilderness when he gave the Ten Commandments. God said, Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And God continues with, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, You shall surely observe my Sabbaths. For this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. So did God speak to our forefathers and make a covenant with America? And if he did, what was the sign? First, we must say this. A covenant is binding, and it should never be broken. It is made between two entities either a man and a woman, or a king and his people, each vowing to do their part of the agreement. Yes, there was a covenant made in 1607, and it is called the Virginia Covenant, and it was written upon a cross for all to see. It was made by Pastor Robert Hunt, and it states this, We do hereby dedicate this land and ourselves to reach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ and to raise up godly generations after us. And with these generations, take the kingdom of God to all the earth. May this covenant of dedication remain to all generations as long as this earth remains. And may this land, along with England, be evangelists to the world. May all who see this cross remember what we have done here. And may those who come here to inhabit join us in this covenant and in this most noble work, that the Holy Scriptures may be fulfilled. The Mayflower voyage consisted of believers who wanted the freedom to practice their faith. It was a voyage to bring glory to God. In 1620, the Mayflower Compact was written for the sole purpose of law and order for the Mayflower pilgrims and non-pilgrims, who were merchants and various skilled workers who created a new colony. One of the main laws was that the colonists would live in accordance with the Christian faith, and in the compact, there were many references to God. In 1631, John Winthorpe led 700 Puritans to Massachusetts. He said it like this, Others may come to the new world for wealth and furs. We have another goal, another end. We have entered into an explicit covenant with God to be his people, in this new world, and they want it to be that city on a hill. They want it to be a model for Christianity for the rest of the world to see. David Barton of Wall Builders said, as these early settlers wrote out their covenants, they were very cognizant of the fact that we answer to God. We need to get God at the center of what we do. If we do, He'll bless us. If we don't, we're in trouble. According to historian William 
Federer, such compacts became the model for the U.S. Constitution, whose authors were also very much guided by their Christian faith. David Barton goes on to say, They saw the Constitution as being a very religiously based document. It was also a very covenantal based document. We made a covenant. The Constitution is a covenant of these states. Barton pointed out they studied 3,154 direct cults from those founders' political writings and discovered how much God's word figured in them. He summed up, the number one source was the Bible. 34% of all those quotes in those political documents, etc., came out of the Bible. Where did we get the three branches of government? In Isaiah 33:22, For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king. It is he who will save us. The Lord is our judge, judicial branch, lawgiver, legislative branch, and king, executive branch. We see on our Liberty Bell the words from Leviticus 2510a, Proclaim liberty. What was a sign of our covenant with God? Freedom. What was God's part of the covenant? Protection, provision, and prosperity. Like Abraham, God gave us the land. Like Moses, God provided in the wilderness food and water. He protected them from the heat of the sun and the cold of the nights. He led them, and he never abandoned them. This is true of America. God made America the greatest country. He made us to be the leader of the world and to be a light to the nations for over 200 years. God protected us from our enemies and allowed us to provide food to the world, and we became the wealthiest country ever. America was a Christian nation. 30 years ago, 90% of the people said they were Christians, but not so today. Today we have broken faith with God. We have gone our own way. We have become a lawless nation, a nation who has turned to other gods, like the god of wokeness and the god of climate change and the god of social justice, all of which is nothing other than the god of politics. We have taken God out of our schools, out of the marketplace, and out of our government. No more prayer, no more of God's word, no more of God's commandments. And even our religious institutions and congregations have embraced these pagan ways and pagan holidays. We no longer think that the Ten Commandments are relevant for our time. We no longer see the blessings of God, but only the curses of God. We no longer win wars. We no longer are considered the greatest nation that we once were. We no longer produce the world's food or even the world's goods. We are overrun with crime. Our streets are not safe. We call good evil and evil good. We have lost our children, and so many are committing suicide. We are losing our freedoms more and more. The world knows that we have seen our better days, and now we are in decline. Our enemies no longer fear us. Our borders are open, and God's protection is in question. We have broken our covenant with God that this country made when it said, In God we trust. The church is not leading the way in setting the right example. It has changed its mission to go out and make disciples, 
to bring good news to those who need to hear the message. It is no longer the true light. We apologize for being who God created us to be, as if God did not make everyone to be who they were born to be. This is an insult to God, our Creator, and it is nothing more than bowing down to a pagan God. We must repent and return to God, like the prodigal son returned to his father. God gave birth to this country. God taught us how to walk as a new nation. God protected us because we were his children. But now God has to look away because of our sin. There is no holiness, no godliness, no obedience. The light has gone out, and the darkness only gets darker. America is making the way for another to take its place, and the one who will replace America will be the new world order, and the leader of this new world will be the Antichrist, and all will bow down to him. Those who do not walk by this world's ways will walk under the shadow of the Almighty, and those who are being deceived and falling away from truth will not come under his protection. It's time to reflect, repent, and return to a covenant relationship with God and begin walking in his ways.